Good morning, everyone. This is Ben Sadiq, your host of Three People. This is week 20, and we're gonna go ahead and get started with our RRR podcast. So, not too many rumors these days, but there'll be plenty of rants and roasts as this episode will highlight our stackle matchup, specifically our two candidates. The reigning title holder of the Sacco Ace and Sonny the Crooked Commissioner, currently intent. But let's get started with the preview of our current matchups right now. So I'm the second seed facing off against Team Mid Byron, the fifth seed. We're currently tied four and four. A lot closer, but also not awful. This matchup is so long as I don't lose. 7-2, I should hold second seed, and that's all I care for this matchup is just hawking the waivers and watching for uh, what the rest of the league is doing. In my squad, the only one that's truly pissing me off is Carl Anthony Towns. Man, this is the, he might be the poster boy of what is the soft of this league we had Kobe play on a rip tear torn Achilles we've had uh, players over the years playing converses and then we have Carlton Towns out for pretty much the entire year and I don't even fault him for it Minnesota what are you doing with this guy Butler was right there's a bunch of soft players in Minnesota's culture, and I'd be really surprised if Carl Anthony Towns is both in my roster next year or with the Minnesota Timberwolves next year. He's just not a gamer, and, uh, well, he's a gamer in that sense. He loves playing video games. I probably want to chill with Cat, but I don't think I'll ever draft him again. Back-to-back years of just disappointment. I'm hoping he comes back this week. Next week is supposed to be his prophesized return. It'll be with the minutes restriction. I'll see what he does, but I'm very, very um, upset at his news. On Byron's side, it's 4-4, and he's winning assists, and it's on the heels of Therese Halliburton. First of all, he should not even be in Byron's team. I don't know how he made it. But second of all, this guy is on some next prime MVP run right now. He hit 40 points, 60 assists, and 5 threes with 2 turnovers. And he follows that up with 29 points and 19 assists. 19. Almost went for a 2020 double-double with points and assists alone. This guy has been on fire. And my luck, I've just been facing off against Super Saiyan Kawhi Leonard, Super Saiyan Anthony Davis, and now Super Saiyan Tyrese Halliburton. Ah, damn, man. It is, uh, it's painful to, uh, fight out his outburst right now, but hopefully, uh, it's a one-week wonder here. But I gotta keep up. I'm 2-0 against Byron. I gotta get the win to be a perfect 3-0 in my revenge tour against Byron. As he knocked me out last year. Next matchup is 10th uh, place Sunny against 4th place Akmal. Sunny is our current Sacco positioned per player right now. And uh, 
you know, his squad is pretty trash, not gonna lie. I, I wanna roast, but man, or sorry, rant. But I don't think I'm gonna have much ranting ability. More like, you know, why is Clint Capella still even rostered? I guess for boards. Yeah, you get some boards, no blocks really. Uh, Tobias Harris, again, why are these players, man? And I'm actually gonna take time to talk about these players. Like, yeah, Bobby Portis did well, great. Um, Nurkic, as he is still on the IL, so let's talk about that. This guy traded Brandon Ingram. Or try traded Shane Zion. Zion, I don't, I don't, you know what? I don't even talk about Zion. Just forget that. Shay, he traded Shay for Nurkic on the basis of Nurkic gonna be back after the All Star game to give him real minutes. He's played two games so far and Sonny hasn't started him on either. So, yeah, great, great thing Nurkic did for him. Brandon Ingram, who just died. Uh, it's questionable now, but okay. Brandon Ingram, sure. And Norm Powell, who he dropped. So at the end of it, it was Shea for an injured Brandon Ingram. What a move. And it's quite fitting for our crooked commissioner, who is currently in 10th place. Have the fallout of that, man. Have the fallout for that. But it's awful because Shea is with Jim now. And it's playoff bound, so... His whole mantra of not trading to beef up other players on the playoff run kind of fell flat on his face when he traded away Shea. Shea for freaking Norm Powell and Nurkic. God, but he's losing right now 5-3. The matchup, matchup is really close. Field goal, I mean, it's less than a thousand so off. Uh, free throws can swing uh, on just a bad run by any of uh, Sonny's Sonny's bigs. Um, threes are only five off. It's pretty... Yeah, they're both punt threes, so not necessarily punt threes, I would say, but kind of saved off by Buddy on Akmal's side. And um, points are within ten, rebounds are within six, holy, steals are tied, blocks are within five, turnovers are within four. This can go either direction. And Akmal just did not have a strong second half, but it's okay, you can get away with it when Kristaps Porzingis ends up having a full, healthy year. And even when Doncha gets hurt, he's really not, he's coming back. Uh, his big boy plays. Tabonis has been hot, I'm hoping that Sacramento becomes classic kings near the end, and that'll kind of be representative of Akmal if they fall flat near the end. Next matchup, and that's also within the sack of perimeters, is ninth place ace facing off against first place Sherry. For Sherry, he's not even checking the app, and he doesn't need to when Brooke Lopez gives him 12 blocks in two games, and that's nine in one game. Brooke, goddamn Lopez, 13th rounder, is giving him, or 11th rounder, whatever, the round, last rounds that don't even matter, is giving him second round value, first round value, actually. He's performing better than JJ did. Um, so, you know, 
the rich get richer. This is just a classist society where, yeah, literally the rich get richer. Oh no, is fully healthy, not enough. Gary Trent, not enough. Brooke Lopez, not enough. Laurie Markkinen, not enough. He still has the audacity to commentate. Oh, I was thinking about this waiver pickup, bro. Oh, yo, I was thinking, bro, what are you thinking about? You have a perfect roster, a healthy roster. You're not thinking about anything. You're just waiting till Femi's and Jerry's stressing along the way. And his face-off is against Ace. For Ace, I mean, dude, you set your team up to win blocks and you're losing 32 to 20. Ooh. Yeah, just, what, what are you doing, man? What, what, what are you doing? What are you going for? This is your last week, and your moves are just vile. Yeah, Vanderbilt's really going to save you, bro. Vanderbilt is going to be the Chris Dunn. Oh, I can't wait for Chris Dunn to completely make up the gap on the 43s that you're behind, or the 200 points that you're behind. Yeah, yeah, um... Chris Dunn and his magical one steal a game is going to help you take the lead. Oh. Dropping Tybal, by the way, who actually has that plus value. Ah, Sackos. What can I say? Now we got Jin and Lavengers, third and sixth place. This can be a back-to-back week for a second round. So it's interesting. Jin's winning 5-4, which tells me it's possible... That this may remain competitive and Ali take all the power you need to take out Jin next week. This is probably going to remain the matchup of third versus succeed. Right now, Ali's winning by one block. Uh, that's probably the closest category, so it seems like Ali's got a good grasp on on rebounds, on assists, on free throw. Jin's having a bad free throw week. That's probably caused by... Ooh, Cam Johnson. I don't see any... Ah, Shade didn't deliver his usual perfect free throw. So that's an anomaly. But holy crap, Jin only has 28 turnovers. Oh, that's because Jade and Ivy gave Ali 13. Ooh, that's some Westbrook numbers there. Um... Damn, this is close. I honestly, I feel bad for Ali. If he had Lamella and LeBron, he probably won this year. His team was insane. Um, but I think Ali might be able to show the pain points in Jin's squad. Looks like blocks, assists, rebounds, free throw. And it's also... Even if Jen has the prototypical good free throw, he's having an amazing field goal campaign, which is certainly not sustainable. So, interesting. Interesting to watch. On Jen's squad, uh, Devin Booker, he had to get... This is like Redman Fleet having a child, except Booker apparently and Kendall Jenner are over. So, Brooke, Booker is now in the free market, and it's showing. 44, 36, 35, 37. This guy's prime Kobe right now. He is going off. Um, singleness pays off. And he's riding the hottest player into the playoffs. Good lord. That's going to be rough. Um, but it's 5-4. So the last matchup is 7th place 
Tahid versus 8th place Talal. If one of them had a dominant win, uh, 7-2, uh, they might be sniffing the playoffs right now. Um, I should be 8-1. It would need to be 8-1. The gap would have needed to be closer. But nonetheless, it looks like it's a 4-5. Uh, Talal's been going all out chasing the steals and blocks category specifically. Uh, he had the protection on rebounds and assists and steals. Yeah, shout out to Talal, man. This guy won the trade against myself, trading up Donovan Mitchell and Cat for Jokic. And then he won the trade for DeLon Wright for Michael Porter Jr. Two for two, taking up two top fantasy performing teams um, and clawed his way back to eight. Sniffing playoffs if last week something differed with my matchup with Ali Maybe one of Vahid and Talal would have made it, but it doesn't look like he's gonna clear Vahid And if Vahid wins it, uh, it was a great push close to make playoffs for Vahid and Talal So That is painful and Vahid, I'm happy you got Tyus Jones. I'm pissed I don't have him. That guy was a good cover for John Moran He probably should take over um, he's got a great playoff schedule. I don't know what John Morant's on. This guy is, this guy is Clarence from 8 Mile. Um, yeah, just just a clown, man. Can't give enough airtime for clowns. I'll let the rest of the media talk about them. So, there you go. Close matchups. 4-4 uh, four, four for me. 5-3 Akmal over Sunny. 4-4 four, four, Ace versus Scary. 5-4 Jin over Ali and 5 for Vahid over Talal. But this is the final week. First, second, third seed probably locked up. They the fourth and fifth seed can probably flip-flop, but it doesn't really matter. They'll face off against each other anyway. And it looks like Ali's gonna keep six. So everything's locked and loaded for top six. Uh it looks like Vahid should hold on, but maybe Talal gets the 7 and Vahid 8 or vice versa. Doesn't really matter. But the Sacco watch is close. It's one game apart. Ace, 9th place. Sunny, 10th place. Um, anything can happen. I mean, truthfully, there's two game difference between Sunny and Vahid. So a 6 3 win. Can, if Sonny pulls out a 6-3 win, he's probably not Sacco, but it doesn't look like he's going to be able to get that. So, I'm going to focus on how two of our Sacco potential candidates, the bottom two, got there. Let's start with Ace. So, Ace last year, I already did an unmasking of Ace, the player, on my Umrah Ace series, but Ace started the draft third pick overall and he picked up Joel Embiid top down MVP candidate you know what you're gonna get you also know he doesn't play fully uh, anyone would know that. so you know not a bad first round you follow that up with Kawhi Leonard in the second round you think you're Shiroz bro you, you think you're Ben you think you're you think you're too long do you even know basketball? Do you know what it takes to handle a Kawhi Leonard? Why would you sign yourself up for that? You know he's going to have a ramp up and you know he's going to have a ramp down. So he got lucky 50% of it. He didn't have a ramp down. But, bro, 
Thank you, Sherry, man. Why would you pick Kawhi Leonard? And then he picks Jared Allen. So yeah, screw point guards and guards in general. Let's just get all big men. Okay, so there's a theme. I can see Jared Allen, Kawhi Leonard, Joel Embiid. Looks like you're not going to chase threes. You're not going to chase assists. You're going to be strong on the big man categories and lock in blocks and be competitive in steals. I see the angle, low TO, um, field goal. You kind of negate Embiid's plus free throw value with Jared Allen, but maybe if you pick up some more free throw uh, contributing players, you might be able to find Allen. Sure. Next round, Zach Levine. Okay, so you were a Sacco last year, and you decide your first four rounds to pick up Jared Allen, who's not an Iron Man by any means, Kawhi Leonard, absolutely not, Joel Embiid, not, and now Zach Levine. Wow. And then Aiton on your fifth round. So, you know, screw point guards, right? Who needs a guard? Um, you're going to go for big men, but very injured prone big man that is your grand plan for this year and then you follow that up with pool okay so you got a three specialist what is one guy in your fifth round as a three specialist gonna do for you okay maybe you're thinking a big campaign maybe clay and curry get hurt or get rested okay see the angle Draymond green great so now you're trying to punt everything trying to aim for assists with pool and green and green left. Okay. And then And then you got Hero. Sure. Threes. Trying to balance with pool. A Kongu this early at ninth? Dude, he's a backup. Uh, why did you pick him? Who did you think he was gonna be? And then Anthony Simons. Okay. Pairing, pairing, and then the last couple of rounds I won't even make them. So in summary, you've drafted injury-prone, health, rest-dependent bigs, and you tried to chase threes at the end with Simons and Bull and Hero, and you picked Green just because you wanted assists. But who is your other sources? So I don't know what roster you were going for, and it clearly didn't work out in the first half. You've had you had three seven-two losses, two six-two and three losses. You had your first win in week nine, almost challenging Omar's um, win rate of the 2018 campaign. So, wow, what an ugly first half. You made some trades. You traded away Levine and Simons for KD. So now you're on to something. I rated that trade. Even though your logic was not there, you're, you don't need the threes. You're not going to win threes. Go for KD, who's elite. In all the stats, I, I, I see where you're going for. Have a slot picked up. You picked up Claxton and Kessler. Now you got something going on. But then you traded Aiton for Kevin Porter Jr. So now you're going to lose free throw, field goal, and turnovers. You're going for the middle catch, but you don't even have assistance. Steals locked up. So let me propose your trade. I proposed Ace. Hey, give me the, uh, give me Jordan um, Poole. I'll give you... Uh, D'Angelo Russell, I'll give you the assistant steal boost for a three booster myself. And this man proceeded to say no to me on the basis that Poole gets more assists. When statistically 7 day, 14 day, 30 day, 2022 and 2021 campaign show that D'Angelo Russell gets more assists. I don't know what logic he's using. The logic got him to 9th 
place. And then you solidified your last fight with KD for Valentinos, which happened to work out, but you were Pikachu facing when Valentinos had no defensive stats or that Zion was hurt, so this is just classic ace. Nonetheless, second half, you've been insanely hot. 8-3, killing it, and your three losses were 5-4. You're minimizing the damage. You recovered from your first half. You did really well. So in essence, why are you in ninth place? Well, you had a horrible team build going into your draft, and you weren't complimenting it, right? You drafted injury-prone players, and you just are not that guy to be able to handle a Kawhi Leonard. And that's how you got here. And then the second half with your trades, with your uh, matchups, it all started coming together with your good waiver play as well. So you made it competitive in the end, but you were destined to be Sacco. Back to back at that. Our next, our current 10th place candidate, Sonny. Now Sonny, our stud fantasy guy who bets and wins, you know, with the likes of Drake at stake and his bets. So good, so great, you know. And Sonny hates basketball because of the injuries and the rest. It's ruining the league. All right, I get it. You don't like injuries uh, and you don't like uh, the rest that's rampant across the league. So what do you proceed to draft, dude? My guy drafts Steph Curry first overall. The guy who just won a championship is probably going to give the ball to Jordan Poole more throughout the season and probably ramp down in the second half. Then you follow that up with Paul George. Worst playoff schedule in Clippers. Rest candidate. Not going for season as well. Okay. Zion Williams in third round? Dude has never played more than 30 games. And you paired him? And you're talking about injury, risk, and Zeus rest? Alright, alright. You're going for high Beal? Fourth round Beal. He just got the bag. What do you know about Washington Stars when they get the bag? They stop playing ball. And then fifth, you got Shea. Again, a notorious second half sitting guy. Sixth is Clint Capella, the guy with the bad foot. Planner for Shadis on a big is not a good look. And he has a huge up-and-coming big that Ace drafted way too early right behind him. Jamal Murray just came back from injury. Oh my god, that dude. I'm going to quit fantasy, man. My players just keep getting hurt. It's not even fun. The guy picks up Robert Williams. Injured for half the year. What do you think Boston was going to do? Running 40 minutes in the second half? Portis from Milwaukee. Yeah, second half. He's really going to be playing every game. So... Dude, what did you draft between what you said it had no correlation, no, but all the causation. All the causation. You hate rest. I mean, all you're missing is Ben Simmons and you got the perfect squad. Actually, you should have traded for Kawhi Leonard with Ace while you're at it. You might as well have an all rest and injured squad. First half? Yeah, when the season's young, he was great. 6-3-1. Highly rated, but... Second half, eight losses, one win. And why the second half did that turn around? Injuries, color me surprised. Rest, color me surprised. My God, it's like you don't even play fantasy basketball. And that is why 
Sonny is in 10th. He doesn't even play fantasy basketball. He just drafts players who, under the spell of Agatha, convince Sonny to be drafted in his team, even though he hates injury and rest in the NBA that's ruining the league. Damn. Damn. What a draft. And that is why Sonny is here. I'm not even going to say it's injured. It's who he drafted. What do you expect, bro? So, the race is on between Ace and Sonny. One game apart. And Talal and the Heat are two games off as well. So, anything can happen. We got two days left until playoffs. So, that's it for me, guys. Next time I talk to you, I'll be sipping champagne in the playoffs. Sitting on a bye, watching my next opponent like a hawk. And stay tuned, I'll be covering all the matches. See ya! Thank you.